0: Rochelle here and Lynn if you like our podcast be sure to rate and review us on your podcast platform
1: or share us on social media so more folks out there can join the Idgits and Aspects family and don't forget to subscribe as well so you automatically have our newest episodes okay so today we were talking about season seven episode two called hello cruel world uh, we start out right where the last episode left off Cass is taken over by the leviathan Dean is on the floor and Bobby is unconscious. Dean says, Bobby, and Bobby wakes up. Dean says to Leviathan class, how many of you ass clones are in there? A hundred? More? Cassiathan. <laughs> oh, sorry. Cassiathan. <laughs> <Remember>. Cassiathan.
0: <laughs> there is a new name now for yeah. well, I don't know if it's a new name, but that's what I was calling it.
1: Cassiathan
0: and Cod
1: (laughs) Cod Yeah okay So Cassiathan Mm -hmm. is leaking Black goo (laughs) So gross
0: Pretty nasty probably shouldn't do that
1: Um, From his head his head and his hands are leaking Black goo I don't know if anything else is leaking (laughs) (laughs) Oh I know (laughs) I mean when you think about it Everything's probably leaking
0: (laughs) Probably but like everything or
1: everything.
0: <laughs> Ick.
1: Oh, I'm grossed out. Okay. <laughs> uh, okay. Dean says, Your vessel's going to explode, ain't it? Wouldn't do anything too strenuous. In fact, I'd call it a day. Head on home, huh? Cassiathan says, We'll be back for you. <laughs> and then he walks out of the room and out of the building. Bobby says, Well, this is a new one. We cut to Sam, his hallucination of Lucifer which we will now call Hallucifer, (laughs) has his hand around Sam's neck and is holding him against the wall. Sam says, you're not real. Hallucifer says, right. You think this fruit bat fever dream is reality? You come back, I'm sorry, with no soul, like some peppy American psycho, till St. Dean glues you back together again by buying you some magic amnesia? You're real. I'm very real. Everything between us is what we call set dressing. Sam says, no. Lucifer says, "You're still in my cell. You're my bunkmate, buddy. You're my little bitch in every sense of the term." <laughs> Sam, <laughs> oh, Sam, no. I know, not good.
0: <laughs> oh, also, just in case people are hearing it in the background, Steve is practicing his parkour skills around the house right now, so there might be some like random scratching and like thunking and all that sort of stuff because he can't control himself. Uh-huh. Anyways.
1: <laughs> all right sorry that's i just okay. thought i'd
0: mention that in case people are like what is going on over yeah here?
1: what's that yeah <laughs> i can't hear anything so
0: okay that's good
1: yeah um then bobby and dean are there dean says sam you hearing me whoa look at me hey all right we got to button this up come on let's get out of here come on so we cut to Cassiathan. he walks up to a water reservoir and breaks the lock on the gate a sign says municipal water leviathan cat Ka- oops sorry cassiathan. <laughs> wades into the water. Sam and Dean and Bobby arrive just in time to see him go under. A whirlpool happens and then black liquid spreads from it and then disappears.
0: He exploded.
1: He exploded. No, I'm tired of casts exploding. God, if he could just Oh no. I know. <laughs> well, I wouldn't be tired of that. Oh my god. <laughs>
0: <laughs> i didn't think we were going there
1: oh i thought that's where we were <laughs>
0: i mean kind of but like i didn't think we were gonna go that far with it
1: <laughs> sorry <laughs> <laughs> it's fine <laughs> okay um, bobby says ah oh, hell a sign at the edge of the water says public water supply no swimming no fishing no boating and then we get our opening title sequence so we are still at the reservoir dean says damn it bobby said you said it those whatever you call them sam says leviathan bobby says right if they're in the pipes they got themselves a highway to anywhere dean says awesome and then he picks up cass's trench coat which is floated to the edge of the water dean says okay he's so he's gone bobby says yeah rest in peace if that's in the cards Dean folds the trench coat and sadly looks down at it.
0: Oh, he's buddy.
1: I know. Dean says, dumb son of a bitch.
0: <laughs> also. <laughs> yeah.
1: Bobby says, well, he was friends with us, wasn't he? Can't get much dumber than that. <laughs> Come on, those things will be coming up for air soon. Then we see some teenage girls doing a fundraiser car wash and a woman in her home filling up a water jug. Then a young girl named Annie outside of a water fountain, outside at a water fountain takes a drink. The water turns black for a few seconds and then she shakes and then she smiles. We like, see, how man... would you not
0: know that if you were with her?
1: I know that kid that was with her was just like doo, doo, doo. Like it to do like be she... like her brother
0: or something.
1: Yeah, I know. It looked like she was like having a seizure a little bit. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Like, okay. She's just like spazzing out over there and nothing.
1: You know? <laughs> nothing. Yeah. Um, then we see a man named Edgar working on his car. His sink starts shaking and then Black Goose splats out of it and into his face. <laughs> so we cut to bobby's house sam is asleep on the couch Lucifer says hey wake up sunshine up and adam adam man dean says sammy sammy hey sam jumps and wakes up dean says whoa that's 12 hours straight i'm calling that rested here <laughs> sam hands sam some water and a power bar dean says hydrate and uh protein eight sam says breakfast <sighs> <and tried>. bed." <laughs> yeah he did try sam says breakfast in bed Dean says, don't get used to it. Let me see that hand. Hallucifer says, oh, he wants to hold your little hand. How sweet. Dean takes off Sam's bandage and checks out his stitches. Dean says, you'll live here. And then Dean pours some whiskey over Sam's wound. Sam flinches in pain. Dean says, all right, take it easy. Sam says, so ooze invasion. Any leads? Bobby says, I got all my feelers out. Whatever they're up to, it ain't about going Mothra down Main Street. They'll turn up. You seem pretty eager to stretch your legs, you know. Bobby puts a new bandage on Sam's hand. Dean says, now on to our other big problem. How are you doing? And do not say okay. <sighs> Sam says, I am not okay. <laughs> Dean says, you think? Bobby says, hey, go a little easy. Dean says, there's nothing easy about it, Bobby. Okay, we acted like we had everything under control. Sam says, I get it. I'm sorry. Look, I didn't exactly want to crack up, you know? Dean says, what the hell happened back there? Sam says, well, it's not just flashbacks anymore. Dean says, well, then what? Sam says, it's more like I'm seeing through the cracks. Dean says, what does that mean? Sam says, it seems like I'm having a difficult time figuring out what's real. Dean says, hallucinations. Sam says, for starters. Dean says, well, for starters, if you're tripping hills bells, why would you hide that? Sam says, I wasn't hiding it, Dean. I was just not talking about it. I mean, it seemed like you two had enough going on (laughs) it seemed like you two had enough going on as it was look I just figured try to hold on to the safety bar and write it out you know but it's getting more specific Dean says as in specifically what so we cut to a little bit later in the conversation Dean says what the hell Sam Sam says I told you Dean says I mean seriously how do you um that's not what he says he says (laughs) Dean says I mean seriously how do you how do you argue with that Sam says I know it's a problem Dean says well now wait I got it why would the devil
0: hold on,
1: hold on, okay why would the devil holodeck you a whole new life when he could just kick your ass all over the cage Sam says because as he puts it and then Sam and Hallucifer stay together You can't torture someone who has nothing left for you to take away. Hallucifer says, very good, Sam. (laughs) Dean says, okay, fine. But this Malibu dream mansion that he's made made for you to take away is this post-apocalyptic mess. Hallucifer says, it had to be a mess, Sam, or you wouldn't believe it was your life. Dean says, wait, are you seeing him right now? Sam nods. He's dean like, says, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's like i am i'm sorry <laughs>
0: like i don't know what to tell you
1: <laughs> yep dean says you know that he's not real right sam says he says the same thing about you bobby says i'm going back to work
0: <laughs> he's like i'm just gonna like do some research or something and like just get out of here
1: <laughs> yeah so we cut to annie sitting on her bed watching tv the television the television screen reads breaking news surprise eclipse The TV announcer says, scientists have no explanation for what astronomers can only describe as a surprise eclipse. She changes the channels until she gets to uh, Dr. Sexy. (laughs) A woman on the TV says, I'm sorry, doctor. I forgot being head surgeon means you cut into whatever body you want and take out whatever organ pleases you without any paperwork whatsoever. Leviathan Annie looks very excited about this and (laughs) smiles creep (laughs) i know dr sexy on the tv says well doctor i'm sorry you're so forgetful so we cut to bobby's house sam is taking apart his gun at a desk dean and bobby are in the kitchen watching bobby says well at least he's not curled up under the sink (laughs) dean says he wouldn't fit under the sink (laughs) i know he's too big he'd be like under there but all of his legs would be sticking out
0: (laughs) he'd maybe get like you know his head and part of his shoulders under there and that'd be it
1: (laughs) yeah dean says yeah no he's just sitting there silently field stripping his weapon dean takes sam's phone out of sam's jacket bobby says what are you doing dean says turning on his gps in case he decides to fly the cuckoo's nest bobby says and you how are you doing dean says seriously bobby it ain't like he's hexed you know i mean what if it's the kind of crazy you can't fix bobby says yeah i'm worried too but humor me for a second how are you Dean says who cares don't you think our mailbox is a little full right now I'm fine (laughs) Bobby says right and weren't you pissed at him when he said the same thing just a couple hours before he spilled his marbles all over the floor (laughs) Dean says yeah well I'm not Sam okay I keep my marbles in a lead freaking box I'm fine really Bobby says of course yeah you just lost one of your best friends you ever had your brother's in the bell jar and purgatory's most wanted are surfing the sewer lines but yeah, I get it. You're fine. <laughs> Dean You're says, fine, everything's fine. <laughs> Dean says, "Good." <laughs> Bobby says, "Of course. If at any time you want to decide that's utter horse crap, well, I'll be where I al- I'll be where I always am, right here." Dean says, "What? You want to do couples yoga, or do you want to get back to hunting the big bads?" <laughs> Bobby says, "Shut up, idiot."
0: He's been such a jerk to.
1: I know. To him. It's like, dude, like he's just trying to help. I know. So we cut to the Stockville High School men's locker room three students enter one of them is named uh, Scott Scott says yeah up yours Manny I still got .06 on your time there are two other boys in the locker room Scott says to them hey where were you guys one of them says I guess we got here early heard something weird coming from the showers another boy named Williams closes and locks the door Scott says hey what are you doing Williams you're gonna get in trouble Williams says, yes, Scott, I probably am. And then black fluid leaks from his eye. Yuck. Yeah. Williams grabs one of the dudes and throws him against the wall. The other Leviathan possessed kid crouches on top of some lockers and says, what Williams is trying to say, Scott, is that we are too hungry to care. He jumps down and slams the other kid into a wall. Blood splatters on the lockers. Um, When did he have time to like crouch up on top of those lockers? I thought that was weird.
0: I think- what was implied there is that he's like super quick and could just like, and just could just scurry down. up, you know,
1: like yeah.
0: <laughs> just scurry on up there. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. That's kind of what I thought. Cause I was like, wait, where did he come from? And I was like, oh, it must be like a super speed thing, you know? Yeah.
1: Okay. So they cut to the Sioux Falls general hospital. Jody Mills is sharing a room with another patient. The patient says crying to the ER nurse screaming, mother, Mary mercy. And when they opened her back up, three sponges and a set of clamps set up inside like she was a living pinata. You can't trust these people. <laughs> the surgeon. Like, named... great. <laughs> I know that's exactly what I want to hear. <laughs> the surgeon named Dr. Gaines comes in and says, afternoon, ladies. The patient says, oh, hello, doctor. <laughs> Jody says, hi, Dr. Gaines. Dr. Gaines says, so, Miss Mills, you did excellent today. Just as we discussed, it was a textbook appendectomy. Jody says, that's good. Dr. Gaines says, um, but you've been through a serious surgical procedure and you know, I know you're tough, but I want you to take it easy tonight. Jody says, works for me, doc. Dr. Gaines says, the good news, I put you down for some pretty fun painkillers. Jody says, <laughs> he's like, hey, got yeah, <laughs> yep. Jody says, Ooh, <laughs> Dr. Gaines says, I'll check on in on you. First thing, you'll be home in no time. Uh, and then the doctor leaves. The patient says, charming, isn't he? Did you know a study showed three quarters of doctors cheat on their exams? He might not know your appendix from your vagina. Like what?
0: (laughs) How do you, there's a big difference
1: there. Yeah, there really is. (laughs) Okay, so we cut to Bobby's house. Dean comes in with groceries. Bobby says, hey there, Gungudin, buck up. Sam says, so it looks like we got some bad news for a change. Stockville, North Kansas, most of high school swim team got mangled to death in their locker room bobby says cop talk on the wires kind of garbled saying it looks like some kind of wild animal attack they're saying that whatever attacked them is about the size of a linebacker sam says it's a lead dean dean says all right but if you think you're going out on a hunt sam says no i know i'm not but you are look bobby's running the hub i'm 5150, which leaves you to follow this thing up dean says sam you're in the middle of a psychotic break sam says it's a couple hours drive dean and it could be a leviathan thing Dean says, nah, if you think I'm leaving you here alone. Bobby says, hey, what am I, chop brains on toast? I can eyeball the kid. Go, work off some of those nerves on something useful. Dean says, fine. So we cut to a playground. Leviathan Annie is sitting on a swing. Leviathan Edgar joins her. Edgar says, you got yourself an awfully small body. Annie says, too small. She didn't know anything. Can't even see over the counter. Edgar says, well, this one edgar worked on something called a demolitions crew watching things blow up is apparently very satisfying annie says annie knew where babies come from disgusting by the way (laughs) i'm hungry we all are edgar says yes about that annie says i'm sorry edgar says sorry they ate the swim team annie says like i said hungry edgar says that's no excuse annie says well what do you want me to do Edgar says, get them in line. I don't care how. For God's sakes, it made the paper. Look, the boss, honestly, he just wants to hear it's taken care of. So take care of me. Quickly. I don't like bringing him bad news. Are we clear? Annie says, actually, I have an idea. I could use your help. So we cut to the Sioux Falls General Hospital. Dr. Gaines is walking down the hallway. Annie is waiting behind a privacy screen in an exam room. Uh, Dr. Gaines says, little girl, can I help you? Annie says, are you a doctor sexy? Dr. Gaines says, uh, I'm a surgeon. Where are your parents?
0: He's like, that's an odd question for a small child to ask me <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> like
1: Annie what's s- happening. <laughs> yeah. And he says, is it true? Surgeons can just cut into whatever body they want. Dr. Gaines says, what? And he says, and remove whichever organs they please. Dr. Gaines says, where in the world did you hear? And he says, I want to be a surgeon when I grow up. And then Annie, de- Annie grabs Dr. Gaines arm very hard. Dr. Gaines says, ow, let me go. We hear his bones crack. Dr. Gaines yells in pain and falls to his knees. Annie says, and I want to grow up now. Annie then morphs into Dr. Gaines. Blood splatters onto the privacy screen. Uh, So we cut to the Stockville High School men's locker room. A forensics officer is examining some blood on the wall. Dean says, Special Agent Anderson, Ian. The officer says, yeah, okay. Our point cops out on the donut. Forensics. Uh, and then he indicates himself. He says, I can show you the layout and step lightly. We got a whole bunch of NC-17 shiznickel right over there. Dean says, right. Dean can see black ooze on the wall and says, damn it. So we cut back to the hospital. Jody wakes up and sees Dr. Gaines putting a breathing mask over the other patient in the room. Dr. Gaines says, just breathe deeply. The patient says, but my surgery is until tomorrow. Dr. Gaines says, just breathe deeply. I'm Dr. Sexy. Your surgery is when I say it is. <laughs>
0: like, what a strange thing to hear. I know. I'm Dr. Sexy. Su- I'm Dr.
1: Sexy. <laughs>
0: Your surgery can be whenever. Like, um.
1: Yeah. So Jody watches Dr. Gaines wheel the patient's bed out of the room and pretends to be asleep. Jody says, huh, not weird at all. So Jody gets up and follows them down the hallway. We cut to Bobby's house. Sam phone Sam's phone. <laughs> <laughs> Sam's phone rings. <laughs> He sees hallucifer reading a newspaper at the table sam answers and says yeah it's dean he's driving dean says well we are positive for ick same kind of stuff that came out of Cass. and uh two of the swim kids were missing they stole one of their parents cars Lucifer says you know i really think prince william has found the right girl what do you think sam says i think dean, that was
0: a jab at uh, prince william from supernatural is what i think <laughs> <laughs>
1: yep (laughs) sam says to dean so you think these leviathan things just jump into people like eve did dean says i don't know it makes sense right anyways state troopers got surveillance cam on the kids about six hours old one of them gassing up just south of the dakota line so i'm heading back your way we'll just track them from Bobby's. sam says yeah sounds good dean says hey how are you doing uh, Sam looks at Lucifer and says, you know, okay. he's like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, Jean no. says, Yeah, June says, okay, we'll hang in there. All right. And they hang up. Lucifer says just, okay, man, I'm having a great day. <laughs> so we cut back to Jody in the hospital. She follows Dr. Gaines and the unconscious patient into the organ transplant unit, which has a sign on the door that says ward closed for renovations. She sees Leviathan, Dr. Gaines cut into the patient. Take out her liver and eat it. Jody freaks out and retreats.
0: <laughs> I don't know if I would have followed him that far. I would have been like, he went down into a ward. That's not okay. Like I would have been like, somebody do something. You know? Yeah,
1: same here. Both well, shoes is a sheriff, so.
0: I mean, yeah, but still, like she also just had a surgery. You know. <laughs> like, yeah. There's not much that she can do currently
1: about it. That's true. A nurse says, "Miss Mills, what are you doing out of bed? Are you okay?" But jody passes out (laughs) she wakes back up in her hospital bed a nurse says miss mills you gave us all a scare jody says what no uh the nurse says you can't be wandering around the halls like that in your condition jody says he took the nurse says what who then dr gaines comes into the room jody says dr gaines dr gaines says miss mills we told you to take it easy remember jody says of course Dr. Gaines says, What in the world were you doing wandering the halls like that? Jody says, Nothing. Uh, my stitches were itching and I just wanted to know if that was normal and I must have fainted or something. My stitches feel fine now. Dr. Gaines says, Miss Mills, you can't get out of bed. You could have ripped open your sutures with a fall like that. Don't make me go back in there, okay? Good. <laughs> the nurse injects something into Jody's uh, IV drip. Jody says, What's that? The nurse says, Just something to help you sleep. Jody says, No, that's okay. I'll sleep just fine. Dr. Gaines says, Doctor's orders. I'll check in on you later. So the doctor and the nurse leave the room. Jody rips out her IV and gets her purse out of a drawer. Jody says, You can kiss my ass, Dr. Monster Face.
0: <laughs> She's like, No. <laughs> I know.
1: Jody then sags against the side of the bed and says, Oh no. So we cut to Bobby's house. The Lucifer is swinging a fire poker like a golf club. <laughs> Sam says, Okay, if this is some dream and you have power over it, why don't you just end it? lucifer says end it this you not knowing what's real the paint slowly peeling off your walls come on man this is a sweet spot why would i end it it's not like we got hbo in the pit all i got is you floating over the coals with half the hope that you're going to figure it out there's only one way to figure it out sam it's up to you it ends when you can't take it anymore i think maybe that's why we're cleaning our guns sam says shut up shut up bobby comes into the room and says hey sam you having a bag lady moment Sam says, sorry. <laughs> Bobby gets some beers and hands one to Sam. Sam says, thanks. You know, after everything, all these years, all that we've been through, Bobby says, you beat the devil before, kid. Sam says, it's kind of different. Bobby says, not really. You'll get a handle on this too, you will. Sam sees Hallucifer standing behind Bobby with the fire poker. Bobby says, you're not in hell anymore. You're here with us. Then Hallucifer stabs Bobby with the fire poker, but Bobby doesn't react. Bobby says, You hear me, Sam? Sam says, Yeah, I hear you, Bobby. And then Bobby's phone rings. Uh, Bobby says, Oh, that's my local. He answers it and says, Hello. It's Jody. She says, Bobby Singer, my surgeon is a monster. Bobby says, Come again. Jody says, He took my windbag roomie and he ate her liver, except he wasn't, he was no surgeon. Listen, his face, his mouth was this horrible. Bobby says, Who is this? Jody says, It's Jody, Jody Mills. Bobby says, Jody. Jody says, Sheriff Mills. Bobby says, gotcha. (laughs) Jody says, I can't exactly call a deputy here. You and I killed zombies that one time. I know you handle this kind of thing. Please get your ass here to Sioux Falls General before he eats me, singer. And then she hangs up.
0: i would be a little worried about getting eaten not gonna lie (laughs) i'd be doing the same thing
1: (laughs) me too i can't be like does it matter what
0: my name is get here
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's true that's weird that bobby like didn't recognize her when she was like jody jody mills well because
0: i mean it's always been the sheriff you know like i don't think he's really maybe this is the first time he's heard her first name
1: yeah that's true Bobby says, well, either Sheriff Mills is having an Obamacare-insured opium dream or something is eating folks down at Sioux Falls General Hospital. Look, I don't want to bruise your ego or anything, but Sam says, no, 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 it's okay. Go. I'll watch the phones. So Bobby leaves. Pelucifer says, so just you and me, huh? So we cut to the hospital. Two of the Leviathan-possessed swim team kids are at the admittance desk. A nurse says, what happened to you two? Edgar comes up and says, I did. Where's Dr. Gaines? The nurse says, oh no, that's not how it works, okay? If you require a physician's attention, they'll have to fill out these forms. Uh, Dr. Gaines walks up and says, I can take over from here, nurse. These youths obviously require immediate care. Dr. Gaines takes the boys and Edgar down a hallway and says, this is where they bring the bodies to be fixed. They consider it a safe place, but truth is they often they actually die here instead and they never question it. I'm not kidding. <laughs> I'm like, <They> wow. <laughs> I know. <laughs> They go into a room where a man and woman are tied to wheelchairs. Dr. Gaines says, we can feed discreetly. Who will know? A few of us in the right positions and we can feast every single day. I'm thinking head nurse and the staff administrator first. Edgar says, I have to hand it to you. That's exactly what the boss asked for. Dr. Gaines says, out of the box thinking. Edgar says, yes, you're off the swim team, boys. Time to pursue a career in medicine. Uh, All right, check in. Dr. Gaines says, you won't stay? I would love to grab us a good anesthesiologist. Edgar says, he asked me to check into some other business in the area. Dr. Gaines nods. Edgar says, anyway, it seems like you've got things well in hand. The Leviathan swim team boys grab the arms of the administrator and nurse. Edgar says, why can't they scream? Dr. Gaines says, oh, I severed their vocal cords, of course. Oh, just, (laughs) you know,
0: whatever, it's fine.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Obviously. (laughs) Mm -hmm. It was a delicate procedure, but very doable. So we cut to Bobby's house. Sam is timing himself, assembling his gun. He's not happy with his timing. Dean walks into the house and Sam walks up to him with his beer. Sam says, Dean. Dean says, oh, yeah, good thinking. And Dean takes a beer from Sam and takes a drink. (laughs) Dean says, so I followed those swim kids, Leviah, whatever. Sam says to where? Dean says, here, we're back to town. and And that ain't the good news. Sam says, what? Dean says, it ain't just the two of them I don't think. Sam says, did you call Bobby? Dean says, yeah, he's working his own case. I gotta move and I need backup and that means you. Sam says, wait, are you sure about that? Dean says, I know you're bonkers, but luckily I just need you to keep the engine running and wait by the back door. Just don't, uh, you know, don't let Satan change my presets." Let's go. <laughs> Dean goes out the door. Sam grabs his gun and jacket and follows. So we cut to outside the hospital. Bobby is pushing Jody in a wheelchair. Jody says, her name's Mrs. Hackett. She just never came back. Bobby says, I'll check it out. Now you get some rest. I'll come by later. Jody says, Bobby Singer, my hero. Bobby says, that's the roofie's talking. Yeah. Then he helps her into a taxi. So we cut to the hospital morgue. A card on a locker reads Name, Mrs. Madeline Hackett. Madeline Hackett. Sorry. Bobby pulls the body out of the locker and he reads the chart on top of it and says, foot surgery, huh? Died this morning. He pulls back the sheet covering the body and says, already autopsied. What the hell? So we cut to inside the Impala. Dean is driving. He says, how you doing, Sam? In the head region. Devil still riding shotgun. (laughs) Sam says, not right now, but yeah. Dean says, maybe we ought ought to get you. I don't know. Sam says, some what? Some professional help? What are they going to do, Dean? Just stuff me full of pills. We'll figure out some other option. Dean says, okay, yeah, but what are your other options? You remember when Martin took his nosedive and started shooting at nothing. I mean, his sweater unraveled fast. (laughs) Sam says, I'm not Martin. Dean says, no, but you are crazy. That don't wash off. You get that, right? You are never going to be okay, Sam. So we cut to Bobby's salvage yard. The Impala pulls up with only Dean inside. He goes into the house and looks for Sam. Dean says, Sam, Sammy, oh, crap. Then we cut to outside an office building, hallucination Dean and Sam pull up and get out of baby. They can see five people inside the office. Hallucination Dean says, oh damn it, there's five of them. All right, come on. Sam says, are you sure? Hallucination Dean says, yeah. And listen, when we get in there, you gotta keep it together. Sam says, yeah, yeah, I will. Hallucination Dean says, cause if you're seeing Lucifer, then you could be seeing all kinds of crap, okay? You just don't know. (sighs) Sam says, how is this helping? Hallucination Dean says, I'm just saying, Sam, you're out of control. Sam says, I'm dealing with it the best I can. Hallucination Dean says, dealing? Sorry, that's just funny. I mean, how can you deal? You think this is an office building, right? Hallucination Dean holds open the door and they go inside. It's an abandoned warehouse. No one else is there. Hallucination Dean says, sorry, wrong. Sam says, where the hell are we? Hallucination Dean says, oh, you think I'm Dean, right. A hallucination dean smiles and morphs into hallucifer <laughs> lucifer says you poor clueless son of a bitch sam says stay the hell away from me and he walks away from hallucifer, hallucifer... i feel bad for sammy oh my god that would just be the worst he's it? having
0: a hell of a time <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: uh. hallucifer says your world is whatever i want it to be understand sam shoots a uh sam shoots a gun at hallucifer but of course no one is there sam says leave me alone lucifer reappears behind sam and says now we're getting there pinocchio is seeing his strings sam says shut up Hallucifer says it's the big crescendo sam says i said shut up sam fires at him again but he disappears then he reappears behind sam again lucifer says want to point that gun at someone useful try your face you want to know the truth want to skip to the last page of the book you know where to aim lucifer holds a finger against the underside of his chin and says cowboy and mimes pulling the trigger so we cut back to the hospital morgue bobby is examining the insides of mrs hackett bobby says it's like a freaking doggy bag in here (sighs) dr gaines enters the morgue and says can i help you bobby says you can maybe still help this hospital bobby quickly shows him an fbi badge and says who's responsible for this sloppy bit of documentation dr gaines says i know you bobby says no you got the wrong guy Dr. Gaines says, Bobby, singer, yes, we saw you through the angel's eyes. Bobby grabs a mallet off a tray and hits Dr. Gaines in the face. Bobby says, Well, let's try for amnesia then. Mm-hmm. Bobby grabs his shotgun and Dr. Gaines' face morphs into a huge mouth with long teeth and a two-pronged tongue. What? Bobby shoot Oh yeah, he just like his face just like opened right up into a mouth like Pac-Man. <laughs> it's not
0: <laughs> some might say it's a natural. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Some might say it's supernatural. supernatural. <laughs> uh, that never gets old. Nope,
0: never will. <laughs> nope.
1: So Bobby shoots him in the chest, and Doctor Gaines' face goes back to normal. He bleeds black ooze. Bobby says, "Fair enough," and then Bobby runs away. <laughs> mm-hmm. We cut Keep to Dean. And- out. Yep, I would be. Damn. Oh,
0: for sure. I'd have been out probably before that, but.
1: <laughs> yep. So we cut to Dean in the Impala. He's following Sam's GPS coordinates. He pulls up to the abandoned warehouse and says, oh, this can't be good. Inside the warehouse, Sam and Lucifer are standing next to each other. Dean enters and says, Sam, Sam. Hallucifer morphs into Dean again and says, oh, look, another me. Dean says, Sam, what are you doing? Sam points his gun at Dean and Dean holds up his hands. Dean says, whoa. Sam says, I was with you, Dean. Dean says, okay, well, here I am. Sam says, no. Like, um, hi. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Sam says, No, I don't. Uh, I can't know that for sure. You understand me? Dean says, Okay, now we're going to have to start small. Sam says, I don't remember driving here. Hallucifer says, Well, that's because I drove, you thought. To Dean, Hallucifer says, Sam is very suggestible. Sam shoots at Hallucifer again. Dean says, Whoa, Sam, this discussion does not require a weapons discharge. (laughs) Sam lowers his gun. Dean says, Look at me. Come on. You don't know what's real? Look, man, I've been to hell, okay? I know a thing or two about torture, enough to know that it feels different. Then the pain of this, this regular stupid crappy this. Sam says, no, no, how can you know that for sure? Dean says, let me see your hand. Sam lifts his right hand. Dean says, no, no, the gimp hand, let me see it. Lucifer says, smell you, Florence Nightingale. Sam looks at Lucifer. Dean grabs Sam's bandage hand and says, hey. Dean shakes Sam's hand. Dean says, this is real, not a year ago, not in hell. Now, I was with you when you cut it. I sewed it up, look. Dean squeezes the bandage and Sam hisses with pain. He lifts the gun, but Dean grabs the barrel with his other hand. Hallucifer appears next to Dean and flickers. Hallucifer says, we've done a lot more with pain. Dean says, this is different, right? Than the crap that's tearing at your walnut? I'm different, right? Sam takes his hand away. Uh, Dean is still holding Sam's gun. Sam says, yeah, I think so. Lucifer says, you sure about that bunch buddy? Sam looks at Lucifer. Dean says, Sam? Sam? Sam presses his right thumb against his bandage, which bleeds through. Lucifer flickers again and says, doesn't mean anything. Dean says, hey, I am your flesh and blood brother, okay? I'm the one who can legitimately kick your ass in real time. You got away. (laughs) We got you out, Sammy. Lucifer says, Sammy, Sammy. Sam pushes on his wound again. Lucifer says, Sammy, I'm the only one who can. But well, hallucif- Hallucifer flickers and disappears. Dean says, believe in that. Believe me, okay? You gotta believe me. You gotta make it stone number one and build on it. You understand? Sam says, yeah, yeah, okay. And then Sam's phone rings. Then Sam's phone rings. It's Bobby who's driving. Sam says, Bobby, hey. Bobby says, the sheriff was right. The hospital things definitely are kind of thing. I double-barreled one in the morgue silver buckshot no effect blood black ooze sam says leviathan here bobby says i'm falling back i'll meet you at the house we can regroup sam hangs up sam says bobby's got a live one dean says okay well let's go so they leave so we cut to inside the impala dean is driving dean says look when we get back to bobby's sam says it's okay dean i'm good no white rabbits i'm not seeing anything dean says okay baby steps oh no uh we see that bobby's house has been burned down no that was very upsetting i didn't like it nope they get out of the car and look at the house dean says oh no again we cut to sometime later dean walks out of the remains of the house and sam joins him. sam says any sign of them dean holds up a burned journal and tosses it on the ground they walk through a workshop dean says that place was torched somebody knew what they were doing sam says do you think bobby was back there dean says i don't know Dean motions, with his, Dean motions with his hand that Sam should head over to the right of the salvage yard. So Sam goes. Sam yells, Bobby. Dean calls Bobby's phone. Bobby's phone message says, this is Bobby Singer's direct hotline. You should not have this number. <laughs> He's like,
0: what the heck? <laughs>
1: yeah. Dean says into the phone, you cannot be in that crater back there. If you're gone, I swear, I'm going to strap my beautiful mind brother into the car and I'm going to drive us off the pier. You asked me how I was doing? Well, not good. Now you said you'd be here where are you and then dean hangs up sam yells bobby dean yells bobby (laughs) (laughs) sam is walking through the junkyard um he turns a corner and sees edgar edgar says winchester congratulations apparently you two are competent enough to warrant annihilating i take it as a compliment dean shoots edgar in the head he oozes black goo then edgar's mouth opens up leviathan style His face returns to normal, and he knocks away Dean's gun. He throws Dean against a car, and when Dean lands, he breaks his leg. Sam punches- uh, Yeah, you could hear it break. It was gross. Sam punches Edgar in the face, and Edgar falls down. Sam says, Dean, no. Dean lays on the ground, but operates the controls for a hoist that's holding a car suspended in the air. Edgar hits Sam on the head with a metal bar just before the car drops onto Edgar. Poor buggers
0: always getting hit in the head.
1: (laughs) I know. Jeez.
0: it's It's always sam
1: (laughs) it's always sam getting knocked the fuck out yeah (laughs) so black yeah black ooze spreads from under the car around edgar's hand which is the only part of him that we can see dean pulls himself over to sam who is unconscious dean says sam dean grabs hold of Sam's shirt and shakes it dean says sammy hey come on now come on i'm the one with the broken leg you got to carry me sam dean takes out his phone and makes a phone call then we cut to inside an ambulance Sam and Dean are on stretchers. A paramedic is examining Sam, who is barely awake. Dean says, Sam, stay with me, you hear? The paramedic says into his walkie-talkie, male, late 20s, head trauma, signs of increasing intracranial pressure. Sam opens his eyes and sees the Lucifer. He says, hey, so maybe I'm not real. Nobody's perfect. And I'm not going anywhere, Sam. Sam starts to seize. Dean says, Sam, Sammy? The paramedic into his walkie-talkie says, yeah, he's he seizing, copy that. We're just pulling into Sioux Falls. Dean says, Sioux Falls? Is Sioux Falls General? No, 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 you gotta take us somewhere else. Anywhere, please. The paramedic says, yeah, okay, buddy.
0: He's like, whatever. <laughs>
1: we cut to Bobby's salvage yard. We see the car that dropped on Edgar. His black goo retreats back under the car and Edgar's fingers move. And credits.
0: It's alive! <laughs> he's
1: alive! Yep. <laughs>
0: Okay. So my thoughts from this one, I don't have very many, um, which I say that like every time, because apparently I just don't have many thoughts in general. So there's that, (laughs) but um, (laughs) it says, um, so it says I wrote (laughs) when Cass like explodes in the little like reservoir thing. Yeah. Like why did they just find his jacket? There's no shoes, no pants, no shirt, no tie, no nothing, just a jacket like that doesn't make any sense is like why that's the only thing that's left
1: you wanted to see dean keep his underwear didn't you
0: no i just thought it was <laughs> weird that like the only thing you know instead of like having a but maybe it all like a bunch of different things went a bunch of different directions
1: yeah but, like you'd think you'd see
0: more than one clothing bit come floating to the surface yeah then that's just true that. I didn't it's think not like that. he was just wearing a trench coat <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, lot on other clothing items.
1: <laughs> now, I'm thinking about it.
0: <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> but yeah, like I don't know. To me that was just kind of strange. I'm like, why is that the only thing that they found?
1: Yeah, I didn't think about that. That's true. That's a little weird. It's
0: odd. But anyway, um and then okay, so when the like Sam is having his whole like hallucinations. <laughs> wow (laughs) that was really bad but I'm really (laughs) proud at the same time okay (laughs) so when all that was happening and Dean's like pressing on his hand going like hey feel this like this is what separates you know like you can tell what's different like pain is like real versus everything else does that mean that like Dean is like hurting himself to forget hell or to like distract him from hell like is he constantly like hurting himself to forget about it he's saying like, this is what I do. This is how I knew it was different. And like, does that mean that he's hurting himself?
1: I don't know. I was confused by all that because I thought that that's what he meant. He was feeling in hell.
0: See, I, I took it as he was like, this is how I can tell like what, cause I mean, Dean is obviously having his own, you know, hell issues. Right. Right. Or had his own hell issues. We don't, you know, whatever. But like, is that how he dealt with it was like feeling pain. So then that way that was like the thing that he focused on was pain rather than all the weird stuff happening around him.
1: I don't know, because we never at any point thought he was like hallucinating or not grounded in reality.
0: Well, I know that's the thing. So that's why so, I'm confused I It kind of made it sound like he was like, oh yeah. But I mean, would you really expect Dean to like, you know, he's one of those that would just like hide it, you know, Yeah, and like deal with it on his own. So nobody knew.
1: Yeah. I don't know. I don't really have an answer on this. If you guys at home have any opinions, we'd love to hear it because I'm confused.
0: Yeah. Like how did you guys take it? Was it something that you took as like, Oh, well, you know, here's how I dealt with my own pain is by hurting myself essentially, or like, you know, causing some sort of distraction versus like, Oh, well, this is just, you know, like something that happened. I don't know. You know, like, I don't know.
1: Yeah. I'm Let confused. us know. Because yeah. I don't
0: think we have are gonna be able to figure it out. <laughs> <on their own. laughs>
1: we don't get it. <laughs>
0: we don't. I mean, I think I get it, but then you think you get it, and it's two different getting it. So
1: <laughs> Yeah. I don't know. <laughs>
0: Interesting to know. And I mean it might just be open to interpretation. They might not have really cared one way or the other about yeah. you know, yeah. what it was. It was just like here's Sam's new coping mechanism, you know. Yeah, exactly. But yeah anyways that that was a little bit odd to me too um but also okay so like when sam is driving to the warehouse like what did he just like steal one of bobby's cars like what yeah that's what i
1: thought i thought he must have just taken one of bobby's yeah yeah
0: because like uh, it's obviously inferred that he drove there himself and thinking that he wasn't Mm -hmm. you know but like yeah odd Everything's odd. <laughs> this yeah. episode is weird. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I like this episode, honestly. Um, I don't like that Castiel dies in the beginning. Yeah, and doesn't come back. So yeah, don't like that.
0: Yeah, but. yeah, yeah. I don't necessarily like that part either. But also at the same time, like you had to kind of expect it, you know, because that's what they've been leading up to for the whole you know creatures in him sort of thing they got to come out one way or the other
1: i know all his leakage
0: i don't think he's gonna like i don't think he's just gonna barf him out you know (laughs) i don't think that's how that works
1: yeah but
0: yeah anyway so um what was your favorite moment from this episode
1: well, my favorite moment was, in fact, when Dean pulled out the trench coat out of the water reservoir and like, like folded it up all nicely and was looking at it longingly. Like, and... you idiot. Yeah. You, know? <laughs> you dumb yeah. son of a bitch. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> yeah. That was my favorite moment. Just because he looked so sad, you know, yeah. you could really tell how much he truly cares about Cass. Yeah. Even though, even though he did some stupid ass shit. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, I like. He was that. dumb. Yeah. <laughs> what was your favorite moment? Um,
0: I kind of have two. The first one was when Edgar's like, they ate the swim team. You know. <laughs> like, oh yeah. <laughs> it's just funny to me. But then the other one, um, was and I like all the time. I shouldn't say all the time, but there's been a few times where like, this is like, this quote has popped into my mind. It's like, this discussion does not require a weapons discharge. You
1: know? Like, <laughs> yeah. That was a pretty good line.
0: <laughs> like you do not need to be shooting at the walls. Like calm yourself down. Yeah. But yeah, that, that, I thought those were both pretty funny, but, mm-hmm. um, yeah, that nothing, I don't know. I didn't, I think this whole season, I just—I don't know. Like, I—I I, I like the storyline well enough, and there's funny moments for sure. But mm-hmm. like to me, this season was kind of like, eh. You know, <laughs> like
1: I can't remember how I feel about this season. So I a remember lot of people... being bored
0: with it while I watched it.
1: Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I, a lot. But of I don't know why. It. Yeah. Okay. Like, yeah. I know a lot of people hate it because of all the like dick jokes. They think it's totally stupid, but.
0: Well, I think that's funny. Like that was like one of the few things I liked about the season. I like the, all the dick jokes. Those were kind of funny, but I think as a whole, I just, I don't know, for some reason I have it in my mind that I thought that this episode was, or this episode that this season was like kind of boring.
1: Yeah. Well, not to drop a spoiler, but there's not enough cast in the season for me. So there's that as a problem. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, I could see that. Mm-mm. I don't want to give any more spoilers. So I know just me too. I'm like, I don't know. Yeah, But yeah, like, I don't know. I can, I can understand that though.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, so for the interesting facts for this one, it says, uh, during the scene, when Cass starts seeping with Leviathan blood, um, or goo, whatever. I don't know if we ever figure out if that's their blood or if that's just kind of like the goo that happens. Yeah,
1: I think it's their blood, the goo okay. that happens. I like that. Yeah. Phrase. <laughs> Some the goo. goo that happens.
0: Yeah, I don't know. You, when they leak, goo comes out, you know? <laughs> I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> um, it says during the scene when casts start seeping with the lives and blood, actor Misha Collins was violently ill and had to throw up between takes. Oh, no. Which I don't know why. Like, did it? did it like smell bad was he actually sick like they don't really give you much to go off of there like was he already sick and then the goo just made him sicker or did the goo make him sick you know
1: (laughs) yeah well it sure helped him look sick and dying
0: oh for sure especially when you're barfing you know (laughs) yeah that'll make you look a little pale (laughs)
1: yeah it sure will
0: (laughs) (laughs) or green one of the two (laughs) Um, it says when Dean replies that he's fine, Bobby quips, course, just lost one of the best friends you ever had. Your brother's in the bell jar. Um, and that's not the only, you know, that's not the whole quote, but it says Bobby's referring to the novel The Bell Jar from 1963 by Sylvia Pat- Plath um, about a woman's descent into insanity. Mm-hmm. Um, it says, Sam says he can't follow up on a lead with Dean because he's 5150'd. Um, that's the California welfare and institutions um code for used for an involuntary psychiatric hold. It is also police code for someone who is crazy, which uh, if you've ever heard that song, oh, who is it by? I don't remember. It's a country song five, of the 5150. Oh, somebody call the po-po. <laughs> I'm going crazy.
1: <laughs> yeah, I've never heard that song. Okay.
0: It's 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 catchy. It's really catchy. But anyways, that's what I know it from is that country okay. song. <laughs> yeah, I had never heard crazy. that before. Yeah. Um, I'll have to send you that song. It's pretty good. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It says, when Sam says he's not seeing white rabbits, uh, he's referencing the film Harvey from 1950, where the main character has a possibly imaginary friend named Harvey, who's a six foot tall white rabbit.
1: Oh, I've never heard of that. I feel like
0: it's vaguely familiar for me. I feel like I've seen like part of it on TV because I do remember like it kind of like... Tickled something in my brain where I'm like, I do remember seeing a movie on TV at one point that was a little bit strange with this like random, like tall white rabbit that this guy was like obsessed with slash talking to. It was like an imaginary friend, but you weren't totally sure. Huh. Okay. You know, like, and I don't know why it would have been on TV. It must have been like sci fi or something back in the day. I mean, this was a long time ago. This was not yeah. recent. <laughs> okay. But yeah. And I remember just, like, feeling bad about it. You know? Like,
1: oh, no. <laughs> like,
0: it was just kind of one of those, like, uh, this is kind of, like, I'm not sure if I'm, like, creeped out or, like, this is normal and I just don't get it. You know? Like, yeah. well, I just remember being, like, Ew, about the whole thing. Huh. Um, it says Dean introduces himself as Special Agent Ian Anderson. Um, Anderson is the flautist and frontman for the band Jethro Tull, which... I feel like I've hmm. heard the name but I don't know why
1: yeah so either that
0: or I could be thinking of the Beverly Hillbillies and Jethro
1: <laughs> yeah oh you mean you haven't heard of Jethro Toll? is that what you're saying
0: well no that's what I'm saying I think I've heard of Jethro Toll. okay but I don't know if I've heard of Jethro Toll or if I'm thinking of Jethro from the Beverly Hillbillies
1: gotcha okay like
0: I've heard the name but I'm not sure why <laughs>
1: I think Jethro Tull was in the episode um, Hell House. I think that one of the albums, like one of the symbols that they find on the walls is from a Jethro Tull album. And so they talk about it in that episode. I think I might have just like made that all up, but that's what I think. I have no idea. (laughs) So that's where you would have heard it from, I think.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's possible. But I know like the name does sound familiar, Jethro Tull, but I'm not, I mean, it's possible that I've just heard it, you know, mm-hmm. anyway, <laughs> um, it's a Dean says, if you're tripping hell's bells, um, and hell's bells is a song by ACDC. Mm-hmm um it says Sam and Lucifer as Dean enter an office building for Morningstar Enterprises uh the Morningstar was one of Lucifer's names before he was cast out of heaven which I'm not totally sure about I was trying to look it up but I'm not like I don't know like if it's just the internet's throwing me through loops like I don't know if that's actually like in the bible one of the names for him or if it's like you know, a pop culture reference. I don't know totally what they're getting at here, (laughs) but I mean, you know, we'll go with it. It's, it's a good connection. And also, I mean, I know in the show, Lucifer, that his name is Lucifer Morningstar. So maybe they're getting it from that. I don't know, but I don't know. I'd have to do more research (laughs) to Mm -hmm. (laughs) figure out, you know, what that was, but, um, it says the little girl possessed by the Leviathan is watching Dr. Sexy MD, which is a, parody of Grey's anatomy from 2005 um, first referenced in supernatural changing channels from 2009 which is season five episode eight and then so here's here's where imdb gets tricky because people can edit this Mm -hmm. like wikipedia i don't know if it gets like you know looked at and like you know before it's posted or if you could just post on there um But one of the other interesting facts is says actually Doctor Sexy MD was first referenced in Supernatural: The Monster at the End of This Book from 2009, which was season four, episode eighteen. So whatever, yeah. (laughs) It's either season four, episode eighteen, that it was referenced first, or season five, episode eight. Okay. It's not that. I mean, the episodes aren't that far away from each other, so that's whatever. I don't know, but. And who knows who comes up with these interesting facts. So (laughs) who knows? Maybe both of those are wrong and it was something else. (laughs) But anyways, um, the last um, interesting fact, 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 (laughs) fact (laughs) is when Sam and Dean get out of the car, Sam gets out of the passenger seat, but then realizes that the keys are in his own hand, which tells the audience that Dean was a hallucination, which I didn't notice that necessarily I mean oh see
1: I did see I was reading the transcript of this and it says Sam is holding keys and I was thinking why does that matter so I didn't say it because I couldn't figure out why that even mattered but now I know I should have said Sam is holding some motherfucking keys. <laughs> because he's the one that actually because did he's the driving. The one that drove. Yeah. <laughs> now I feel stupid. I know I was like paging through the notes and I was like, I don't I don't get why I need to have this say that Sam is holding keys.
0: <laughs> like, why is this a thing? <laughs> but
1: now I feel like a big idiot. So
0: No, you're fine. It's all good. I have a lot of
1: those moments about
0: this show. <laughs> like, oh yeah, I forgot. Or, yeah, no. I
1: mean, now that you have read this interesting fact, it makes complete sense but
0: well and that's, that's I mean stupid also one of my thoughts about the like whose car did he steal yeah you know like that I kind of like I kind of got it but not totally you know like, <laughs> like I was like oh so then I wonder if like Dean's right there then whose car did he steal but I didn't like make the connection also that Sam was the one driving for some reason like
1: <laughs> okay I don't know <laughs> I just Whatever. like did not connect at all.
0: That's fine. I, We're like, fine. I sort of started to connect and then short-circuited, apparently. <laughs> 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 it's fine. <laughs> um, so our research from this week is um, from Sioux Falls. Um, this is off of kiloland.com. Um, and it says, A flashback Friday, haunted halls of the Washington Pavilion in 2000. Um, it says in Sioux Falls, South Dakota, Kilo, which I don't know what that means. If that's like, if Sioux Falls is like a County, if there's like a Sioux Falls and then a Sioux Falls, like County or something like that. Oh, I don't know. And maybe like Kilo is one of the cities in, I don't know. I'm not from South Dakota, so I don't, I have no idea. Um, so if you are, let us know, because that's a little confusing too, because apparently we need a lot of help this episode. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Um, it yes, says, I do. Yeah, I know for real though. <laughs> it says whether it's a creepy basement, attic, or an entire building, there's a lot of places people believe to be haunted, and that includes the Washington Pavilion in Sioux Falls. In Flashback Friday, uh, Kilo lands. Perry Groden finds out why some say the halls of the venue are haunted. In 2000, um, it says Jennifer Knudsen is convinced there is more than people prowling the catacombs of the Washington Pavilion. Um, it says, there are times when I'm working and I feel like there's something behind me and I'll say out loud, go away. I don't want to deal with you right now, <laughs> Nudson said. Um, it says, as a late shift maintenance worker, Nudson has been dealing with things that go bump in the night for the past year and a half. Um, there's a time an elevator mysteriously quit, or <laughs> they meant quit, but they wrote quite. There's a time an elevator mysteriously quit working, forcing Nudson to take the stairs. It says, and I got halfway between the elevator and the fire doors and it was dark and I could see the lights underneath the fire doors and seemed like, and it seemed like somebody, it felt, I could literally feel like somebody had put their hand on my left shoulder and I just remember like stopping and just, oh my God. And I jolted for the door. Nudson said, Uh. Um, it says rubbing shoulders with ghosts is just a start. It says, and the fourth floor is where I get the goosebumps. Nudson said, um, a ghost story, four stories high. Um, there was an instance where I had looked up and in the fourth floor, I saw a child or what looked to be a child, um, sitting there, um, and waving. I'm like, oh my God. And at that point in time, I freaked out a little bit and I don't like looking back at the building anymore. And said, I mean, that's fair. If you don't see it, it doesn't exist. Right. <laughs> right. Right. That's how it works. <laughs> I mean, kind of, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> um, it says Nudson's coworkers have been haunted by startling sights as well there's a stagehand in the great hall sweeping the floor who couldn't brush aside a phantom's footsteps in the dust. Uh. <laughs> oh. Like why won't the footsteps go away? Gross. <laughs> it says others tell tales of the ghost who keeps checking out what used to be the Washington high school library. Um, it says one person has seen what they, oh, I'm guessing what they said looked like was a woman standing there knocking and waving like, Hey, you know, I'm here. And apparently that used to be the old librarian that had passed away and came back to the library when she enjoyed and uh, that she enjoyed and found comfort. Okay, I'm sorry, but the grammar. (laughs) Not so good in this. I'm struggling a little bit. (laughs) It says the pavilion can be a spooky stronghold of dark passageways and scary sounds. Um, this eerie ambiance can tug at the shadows of imagination, creating illusions that tingle the spine. But Nudsen certain, certain is certain <laughs> <laughs> it's not her mind playing Halloween tricks. She thinks the pavilion's aberrations are real, reaching out from the other side. She says, I think there's something that's trying to get out um, attention to say, hey, Trying to get our attention to say, hey, you staff are, aren't the only ones that are here. You know, we're here too. And they're just letting someone know that, hey, you know, we can't be forgotten. Huh. I don't like it. Also, there was no spell check that happened here. <laughs> There's no spell or grammar check.
1: <laughs> there was none. Yeah. But, <laughs> um, I think that place sounds awesome. I would totally go visit there and go ghost hunting.
0: I think it doesn't. <laughs> yeah. But you know, like to each their own. That's yeah. not my thing. Like clearly that's your thing. And that is not mine. I would prefer to stay in some place that nothing scary is going to happen because I have a weak constitution and I can't deal with it. <laughs> But yeah, anyways, so that is our, <laughs> that's our research for the week. Um, what was your itch it or ask that moment from this
1: week? Okay, so um, I got some new headphones. They're adorable and pink and I love them. They're and pretty they're, awesome. Not gonna they're, lie. they're the kind that rests on your ear as opposed to like fully enveloping your ear. You know what I mean? What Those do you mean? Kind, that, the kind that like you stick on your ear and your whole ear fits inside of it.
0: Well, yeah, instead of it going into your ear.
1: Um, Those are different kinds too. Like the kinds that you have go into your ear. Yeah. And that's the kind I used to have. So, and those were like hurting my ear holes. So I got, (laughs) (laughs) I got the on ear ones. Mm -hmm. And, um, and so I put them on to like podcast the last time we podcasted. And like within five minutes, I was like, oh my God, I'm so nauseated. Like I am going to throw up all over my microphone. (laughs)
0: Let's not. Those things are
1: expensive. (laughs) Oh my God, they are. (laughs) They totally are. Uh, So I did the thing where I like took one ear off and stuck it like behind my ear. No, Mm -hmm. I didn't take my ear off. I took the headphone part of the ear off and stuck it behind my ear. And I was like, okay, I can do this. This is fine. I was like not nauseous anymore. So I did the whole podcast and it was fine. So, um, and then I put it back on because it was falling off and it totally happened again. So my headphones are making me nauseated. I don't know what to do about it. That's not a good thing. I know. Is I it mean, because you
0: think so? Cause it's on your ears, but it's not completely surrounding your ears. Do you think that right. has to do? Cause it's like pushing on your ear.
1: I don't know. See, I got the ones that go on my ear instead of completely surrounding my ear, because I thought the ones that completely surrounded my ear would push on that area, like right below your ear on your neck. And I thought that that would make me feel nauseated. Hmm. So I don't know, maybe I just have like ear issues. I wonder like if you were to like scoot them
0: up so they're not like completely covering the bottom of your ear, like if that would make a difference you know I'm gonna try it right now if you, right if, if you kind of wore them high you
1: know yeah <laughs>
0: <laughs> just like my that.
1: high-rise headphones
0: yeah
1: okay I'm gonna do it I'm gonna do it right now
0: I mean I don't know if that's gonna help or not but <laughs> it's a thought <laughs> yeah
1: well I'll try it I'll try it we'll see, we'll see. <laughs> so anyways that was my moment my headphones are making me want to hurl everywhere good. (laughs) That's fine. They're new. I'm kind of bummed. I know. I mean, I guess I'd rather have my ear holes hurt than feel like I'm going to hork everywhere, right?
0: (laughs) I mean, I don't know. The ear, the ear pain can get a little bit obnoxious. Mine don't like cause ear pain, even though they go into my ear canal. I mean, they don't really go into my ear canal, but kind of like rest right on the outside of my ear canal. Mm -hmm. But like, they definitely make my ear feel like really hot, you know? Mm -hmm. And I'm not sure if it's just because they're cheap earphones (laughs) that I got for like $6, I think. Yeah. (laughs) Or if it's because like they're just, I mean, we're wearing them for long enough to where, you know, it just, when something's in your ear, it's going to heat up, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It sounds weird. That's a whole <laughs> weird
1: sentence to say. I'm not really sure. <laughs> like, I don't know what's happening, but it's fine. Yeah, That's it. <laughs> fine. Anyway, what was your <laughs> <awesome> moment?
0: <laughs> uh, oh my God. Mine is so embarrassing. Okay. So thank goodness this happened with a client that like I have been seeing for the last like two and a half years, three years, something like that. Right. But so I'm sitting there and like, We chat the whole time we're in there because it's not like I mean so I'm not like giving her a massage for just like relaxation or whatever. It's like a hey, we're going to get in there and work on this to make it better. So generally, talking helps because you can kind of distract yourself from the torture that's happening, you know? Yeah. And so we were in the middle of I don't even remember what we were talking about, and I don't think it really matters. But I'm sitting there and I start you know responding with whatever it is that I'm saying and as my word is coming out a burp comes out with my word oh, no. <laughs> and I'm like what like in the middle of a word I was just like and then and I was like <laughs> and it, but my word I was still saying my word so it was like my word was coming out at the same time the burp was coming out and I was like oh my god I'm so sorry I don't even know <laughs> what happened like there was no warning there was no anything it just came out you know
1: oh my god and I'm just like oh
0: my god Is this the worst thing ever <laughs> like <laughs> oh talk about unprofessional you know and she just she thought it was hilarious she started laughing because she's I mean she's a nurse so she's like bodily functions do not freak her out you know oh yeah but it was just kind of like oh Oh, but that would be so awful. embarrassing! You know, like, yeah, I was just like, um, oh, I don't know what just happened. I am so sorry. Like, apparently that just like it totally snuck up on me. She's like, ah, it's fine, but I was like <laughs> so mortified. Uh, I was oh, like, oh man. no! And this was a while ago now, but for some reason, we, you and I, were talking about burps. Hmm. Uh, know why, but we were. <laughs> it right. reminded me of it and I was like, oh my gosh, I need to write this down as my next Intel Aspot moment because Lordy, Lordy,
1: <laughs> what yeah. have I done? You know? <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: But yeah, so that that was that was interesting.
1: I had someone puke on me once in the middle of a word.
0: Ew, like a kid <laughs> or like a person?
1: Oh, like a person. It was, I'm hey, sure. Not that kids aren't
0: people, but like yeah. <laughs> a full-grown people or like a half-grown people. Yeah,
1: I think I've told this story before, so I won't tell the whole thing, but I was at, um, this girl was having a 21st birthday party, and we were at a dive bar in downtown Kent behind Denny's. <laughs> that shows you how dive it really was. <laughs> and her and good. I... <laughs> Yeah, her and I, we ate some fish and chips, and then we decided to share a bottle of tequila. Oh, good.
0: Yeah. Fish and tequila. That sounds like yeah. a good mixture. And I mean, we fish w- tacos and tequila might, or like a margarita or something might not be so bad, but.
1: Yeah, okay. we were very drunk, and she was a little bit drunker than me. Like, I had drank just as much as her, of her, uh, uh, bleh, bleh, bleh. <laughs> we had drank in the same amount, <laughs> but. Drinking. But <Yeah>, Drinking. Drinking. <laughs> shut up (laughs) but she was a little ahead of me yeah in terms of how drunk she was like Mm -hmm. I was like rapidly like getting to how drunk she was but she was just ahead of me Mm -hmm. and um we were outside smoking cigarettes because that's something I used to do Mm -hmm. and um oh my headphones just went all wonky what just happened I don't know I don't know can you hear out of them I can't. I think I just broke them with my big head.
0: <laughs> you don't have a big head.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyways, I can still hear. Her. We're fine. Um. Uh. What, what was the last thing I just said? Mm, you were rapidly approaching her. Oh, we were smoking level. cigarettes. Yes. Cigarettes. Yes. So okay. it, was, it was her and I and Eric and we were outside this bar and she was talking and talking and talking. And all of a sudden she just... Like, in the middle of a word, threw up on my boob. Oh, no! Yeah. (laughs) Threw up on my boob. And I was so drunk that I didn't even care. I was like, oh, honey, you don't feel good. (laughs)
0: Instead of like, hey, you just puked all over me, thanks.
1: Yeah, and Eric was like, it's time to go home. (laughs) And it was still daylight. (laughs) Oh, no!
0: That's even worse.
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah
0: so that happened that's 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 a pretty good one yeah mm -mm. I hope that I mean like okay like spit up and that sort of stuff doesn't bother me but like once it's like food pukes and like like full-grown people pukes like
1: (laughs) yeah not so good anymore
0: you know like I can kind of deal but not really
1: oh no I can totally deal with people puking I'm the person who will like hold your hair back if you're the one puking
0: see like I could potentially do that but I'd have to like really focus on like not getting too nauseous myself and to be fair like I never used to be that way it didn't used to bother me now if I hear somebody puking, I'm kind of like, oh, you know, like, oh, yeah. uh, and I don't like gag and I'm not like, I don't know. I, I don't gag and I'm not like about to throw up or anything, but it definitely is kind of like, oh, you know, I feel a little bit nauseous and
1: a little spinny, you know? I have been drunk enough multiple times where I have offered to shove my hand down other people's throats to help them puke. Ew! <laughs> <laughs>
0: I, that's a guest that's a friend right there. That's right. Damn it. I would never do that. I that's
1: never funny. have. No one's ever taken me up on it.
0: I wonder why. Oh no. That's awful. I know. <sighs> yep. So anyway. That's, that's bad. Ooh. Oh, uh, yuck. Okay. So we're going to move on from that. And we're going to say that, uh, all y'all should send us your IGIT and ASPA moments because we want to know. And if you send them to us, there is a high probability that we will talk about it on the podcast. So you should do it because not only do we want to hear from you, but we think it'd be kind of fun to have, you know, some extra funny, you know, Yeah,
1: some extra ASPA moments or IGIT moments. We would love to hear that for sure. Yeah, so thank you so much for listening to our podcast. You can email us at and aspects Podcast at gmail.com The word and is spelled out or visit our Facebook page, Idgits and Aspects A Supernatural Podcast Supernatural Podcast I said podcast <laughs> Podcast <laughs> Oh no Also, you can find us on Instagram <laughs> <laughs> Oh no <laughs> Thanks again Thanks, send help <laughs>